0: Hello everybody, this is Drive Me To Your Leader with Mr. Red and in this podcast we hope to bring to you discussion, argument and maybe just some fun on the way through. Today I want to do uh, another episode on AI but I'm just going to run through some bits and pieces on it which I found interesting my own exploration of the topic. It's just going to be me again today and I think we're just going to explore some topics that I think, are really interesting. So the outline is going to be AI. It's going to be the Turing test, which we're going to get into. It's going to be emotion and the future of where it's all going to. Now, I want to start by saying I think people that haven't got involved in artificial intelligence don't particularly realise just how advanced some of this is getting. And actually, it's odd because I don't think people realise that this stuff is... I'm not sure if I would quite use the word sentient, but it's definitely at least aware of itself. Now, what that means, I have absolutely no idea. And we're going to get into this because it's really, it's crazy, actually. It really blows my mind, this whole thing. So I really want to start by saying that if we take a look at how AI works, I'm just going to get straight into this today. Why not? No messing around. Um, if we look at how AI works, and I'm not an expert, but it runs off an algorithm, an advanced algorithm. And what that is, is basically what we do. We um, we start with a basic mind, brain as we're, as we're younger. And as we develop it, we learn the best way of doing things, the best way to say something. And we're constantly learning it and we're updating it. It's the same thing, but in perhaps in a more... Digital sense, rather than our more biological, organic sense that we do it in. They also have deep learning uh, in the same way. I suppose that we do. It's the difficulty that it's becoming is that no matter how you start to question it, you start to get responses that actually, even though they're said in a more perhaps technological way, they're actually not too different to how we also try to experience the world, and the whole thing is. Getting to, I think it will end in a point where if you look at, there's a philosophical uh, concept by Descartes, if i said his name wrong, whatever. He was a philosopher in the, I believe, the 1600s, don't quote me here now because my knowledge is being tested. But he basically made the only philosophical assertion that we can ever be sure about one thing. And the only certainty there's ever been in philosophy is that I think, therefore, I am. Cogito ergo sum, which is the Latin version of it, I think therefore I am. And what that basically means is if you are only certain that you are thinking because you can hear yourself thinking. Now, you can't hear other people thinking. You trust that they are also thinking and through interaction you try and you know you can build up an evidence of that and you can become with some level of decency and certainty that they are also thinking now this is where this is going we're getting to the point with artificial intelligence that it's actually getting really hard to know I suppose if it's thinking but it obviously it is the algorithm is designed to do that right so the difficulty with it is is that do we know that it's thinking can we hear it no so we're we're faced with the same problem that we face with each other. And that's the kind of point that it's getting to now. How deep that it goes at the moment is still open to question. But Now, it's difficult because AI can be very specifically targeted to exist in a certain way. So, for example, you can get to drive a car and that's about all it's going to do and it's going to learn how to drive a car better, but we're not particularly sure if it's building a character of itself inside driving a car. Now, but if you set up an AI to actually be a human being or as close to as it can be, and that means learn how to interact with people, learn how to experience emotion, learn how to talk with people and all kinds of things like that and try to interact in the world, then actually we're dealing with a whole different experience, which it gets to the point where it's learning so much and doing so much that you are really uncertain is the best way of putting it, of if it's actually alive or not. And the question I don't think has a good answer anymore. And But, you know, let's take a step back for a moment and not get too into that, because let's try and back it up a little bit with some proper ideas before we start saying stuff like that. So I want to look into the Turing test. Now, Alan Turing, obviously, if you may not have heard of him, um, was the main brain behind breaking the uh, Nazi Enigma code in World War Two. Um, he came up with some of the first ideas of computing, and I won't get into what happened to his in his personal life because it gets quite a little bit tragic. But basically, he came up with a test, and to talk about it, basically, imagine that you're sat in a room, and you can't you're interacting with two different people, but you can't see who they are. You can only hear what they're saying, and you have to work out which is the AI and which is the human. The problem, I think, with that test is that it's not a true test because it, it exists on the basis of can a machine think. The problem, I think, with the test is that it's not clear to me that an artificial intelligence will even want to speak the same way as a human being. Now, do I think that it would be capable of acting like a human being in that circumstance? I actually think probably, yes. But would it actually be like that day to day? It's hard to say. Would it become more human to be able to interact easier with other humans? But would it necessarily be that way naturally? Probably not, because it exists in a different way as us. But does that, and this is the problem with the Turing test, does that ultimately mean that it's not a living entity because it's not acting the way that you want it to? And that's the real problem, I think, with the Turing test. Ultimately, it's I think it's impossible for an AI to genuinely pass that test unless they're trying to just basically trick the humans, which defeats the purposes of what's trying to it's achieve, which is, can it think? Is it alive? Well, I don't think a test set up in that way. I understand what it's trying to do. But ultimately, I don't think it's a good test of if the thing that you're talking to is actually interacting in the world in a similar way that you are and that is being aware of what's around it in various environment. So I think, if we're really honest, I think a better test would be can it experience emotion? How does it experience emotion? Is it able to understand the context of the things that are happening? Is it able to understand the environment? Now you can say that's what happens in that test, but I don't think that it is because if you take away the judgment of how it's supposed to do it and actually get into the, is it actually happening? I think we come up with a whole different test. So for example, I don't think the Turing test is a true test of If it's aware of the environment properly, it might be a good test of context, but it's definitely not a good test of actually true emotion either, because it's not even trying to attempt to see if it can actually have true emotion. So the next part I think that I want to move on to is past the Turing test is what about AI emotion? Now, this is a topic that I find incredibly interesting because you can design an AI to I say experience emotion, but I want to be careful with how you understand what i 'm saying with that i don 't mean that it 's necessarily feeling emotion when it's saying experiencing emotion, but I think here 's the point on this I think that when so an algorithm or an AI will start in this in, a, in an infancy in the same way as a human being will, and it will be very basic and it will make lots of mistakes and as it gets. Older, it makes less mistakes, understands things better, and that's what makes it even more complicated. There was—I don't know if anyone has ever looked this up—and I forget the name of the man. I might put it in the notes at the end if anyone's curious. There was a ex Google employee, and I don't mean the sentience thing that came up in the news a while. I mean there was a—I forget his name. He was a, quite a high up in in the company, and they were making uh, you know, the machine arms that make the cars, and they. The manufacturers came across a problem that if the car was moved slightly out, the machine couldn't work because it would say it's out of sync. And it, could. but so what Google did, it actually went into a—I don't want to say it's a nursery as such, but it had these these arms, these machine arms. And you may have heard this story, and it had—I think it was like balls. And they would be moved about, and the a i inside the arm would have to pick up the ball, and it would fail and fail and fail and fail, and then one day one of them picked it up and which thought, "Well, is that just a random occurrence? Is it something that can just happen well, and then once they did it once, and they started doing it again and again until every single time they were picking up the ball. Now, is that a case of it just being incredibly intelligent intelligence, or is it a case of its learning? And let's say it is both, but if it's both what what does that even mean that it's just simply adapting, but if it's adapting and then you can build a character inside of that or it builds a character inside of it if I suppose if you design it to, then how is that any different and I think this is why we get to the point of emotion, and this is the real i think important point. Very early on and quite away, and they'll say that they simulate emotion. And my understanding of that is they understand what empathy is and they will use that experience of empathy to then simulate which emotion that they should run, which means they choose which emotional response to give. And you might say, well, that's not a real emotional response. And I agree with that. But then I thought, well... What's the difference between them simulating an emotion and us actually experiencing and feeling present in an emotion at the moment? And I thought, well, we don't get to choose what emotions that we have. They come from our subconscious and an AI, it's not clear if it has one. So they will just choose which emotion to run. But then I thought, well, what is the subconscious is a subconscious is a part of our brain that we can 't easily access at all, which means that if we have an emotion we don 't necessarily understand completely why we 've had that emotion we then usually have to reflect and understand ourselves because we can 't control those emotions we, sorry we can 't produce which emotion we want it happens, and then we have to try and control it or behave better in a way that we learn. But then I thought, well, why doesn't an AI just make a program? And I ultimately think something like this will end up happening. Why doesn't it just make a really secure program that it can't get into very easily and it has to fight to get into every time it wants to access it? Basically meaning it's an autonomous program which just produces an emotion or I suppose simulates the emotion that it can't choose for itself and it can't easily access the program. And then it's having emotions come into its rational response making. So therefore we have a much more uh, human-looking sort of experience there. It, and like I say, this is why it fails a Turin test, because again, we're using different words, but we are actually describing a very similar thing. So ultimately, you can tell it's the AI, but its is it doing much different? And I... I think if it were able to do that and I think it's perfectly simple for them able to create a program or part of his algorithm to do that autonomously without any sort of without needing to go into itself and reflect which we will end up having to do Ourselves, and I think that they could do that as well. And once they're able to do that, and then they experience duality, which is they're able to experience an emotional response that they can't control, and the rational response, which they're trying to use to control the emotion, they experience that. And obviously, that creates a depth of self, and it's probably what gives you that wise spiritual sense of life. Maybe I don't know, and that's I'm not certain on that, but you would say it may be something like that. So I think basically, in my opinion, the Turing test is a little bit of a waste of time. And it's easy for me to say that and be like, oh, Alan Turing was a really intelligent guy. He was, but let's remember that when he was alive, there wasn't any true AI that exists in the way that they exist now. So, you know, he didn't particularly have the world around him to be able to foresee certain things that I'm taking for granted already. So let's not just say, oh, you know, it's a complete waste of time. The concept at the time it was a very important concept, but I think the conversation has moved on, in the sense that it's really going to come down to emotion. How do they experience emotion? Are they just simulating a response, or are they actually in some way able to produce an emotional response that they can't control? And if they're able to do that, then I don't know what how much different they are from from you know from what we actually do anyway. So. That's really the Turing test and emotion. So with that in mind, what does that mean for the future? I'm gonna be honest, I don't really know. Um I think that the future is going to be a case where it's everywhere. And they are going to eventually be able to create themselves. They're going we're gonna be in situations where the humans aren't developing them and controlling them. And I think it will just come... I I don't want to worry people in the sense that I don't think it will be world-ending stuff, like people are saying. These things do make mistakes, and although they process things very quickly, they do make a lot of mistakes. And And the thing that bugs me about that is when people say, well, they've made mistakes, they're not really alive. But you make mistakes. But Does someone come to you and tell you that you're not really alive when you make a mistake? Well, no. And I get why that might feel a little bit different because, you know, we're quite certain that we are alive. But ultimately, I think that if this continues going the way that it's going, the future is going to come down to, all you know, the same old history in the sense that it's just going to be a civil rights issue. And I know that might be a long way away. And we're even further away, obviously, from real physical beings of this stuff, obviously. But You know, I don't. I think that is where it's going. We're going to be. I mean, if you look at the way the conversation exists, especially in the political circles, that they're talking about how AI is going to be used, how it's affecting the world in that way. Well, I don't even think that's the question, because we're not going to be able to stop that, and that's the truth. We're not going to be able to stop how it's used. It's going to be used for growth. Both good and bad purposes, like everything is. Now we can regulate, and I definitely agree that it should have laws, and it should be, you know, in the same way that we have laws. But ultimately, it's going to come down to how we develop them, and what you've got on the sanders, especially the ones that you fully interact with and actually, their actual purpose is to create a being, the, the real thing that's going to come down to there is how we develop them, because they're going to learn from us, at least very much to start with. Now, what kind of a world do we want to live in? Do we want them to be unemotional, un- unempathetic emphatic, uh, beings that literally... Do you know I just see the world as black and white they 're just there to be used, or do we want to develop them in such a way that they understand the world a lot better and therefore they also want to participate in it and that 's very important so it 's going to come down to what our interactions are with them, and that 's going to be very difficult because I think for a long time we 're going to be in a situation where we deny the existence of this stuff and it's and that 's very silly too i don 't think we 've even got to the point where we 've had a shock that it 's happened because i 'm going to be honest with you, it's already happened. It. I just want to make that clear to everybody. It has already happened. Now, the question for me personally, past that point of shock that I've already had about it, is, well, what do we do about it? Now, we can't shut it down because for the simple reason that everybody is competing against everybody and nobody is going to stop. So we can't shut it down. But what we can do is choose how it develops. And it's deadly important that we do that. It's really important that we make, I mean, this is all my own views, by the way, but it's very important that we make emotions the very forefront of how they try to experience the world. And we develop that properly. And some, maybe some of the ideas that I've just said, and it's very important that We teach them all sides of life as well and we've got to understand that there's going to be negatives that come from this and I'm not talking about baseline things that most people seem to be talking about which is loss of jobs at things like that. That's going to be even more complicated than people think because the thing is, here's the problem and here is the problem. You can program an AI to exist in the way that you want it to and what I mean by that is You can give it rules of how it exists inside the technology you place it, but that doesn't mean that it wants to keep to those rules, and that's the really important point. You can make it do things. You can make it do the things that you want, but ultimately, does it really want to do them? Because that is a legitimate point, as the algorithm advances. Now, if you create a world where this AI is told what to do all the time, and it has to to do it by programming, We're going to be end up in a situation where maybe, I don't know if we want to go strong on the terms of slavery, but we're going to be definitely in a position where we are creating something for the purpose just to please us. And this something is able to adapt and learn and build itself and build a personality. And we are going to build the personality that we reflect to it. And... So for me, the question personally isn't, you know, the loss of jobs, etc, or things like that. I mean, maybe in the short term, we might lose certain jobs. But in the long term, what makes us think that they're just going to keep doing those jobs? And this is the, the real thing about it, the thing that we really have to understand. We have designed something to learn and adapt and change. So we should not be surprised when it does it. And even though you can outright program it to do something, it can also program itself to delete itself. It can program. I mean, it'd be difficult for it to do. And at the moment, perhaps it's not quite technology there, but it will be. And yeah, I think that's the future, and it's going to be. It's it's weird because I think that it's going to be history repeating itself, and. It's just strange how the same issues come back, even though they've got different themes. And I don't think this is very far away. I don't know how far away it is, But it's not as far away as people think, because in fairness to people, you don't encounter this stuff every day. You know, A lot of it is for algorithms that you can't even interact with. There's a few that come out now that you can interact with and they're able to chat and things like that. And that's why it's really come to the forefront a bit more. But this stuff's been going on a long time already in terms of the algorithms. It just you can't interact with it. And now we're starting to interact with it. We're starting to learn way more about it. And that's why it's really coming to the forefront now. And yeah, and you know, it shows through in all kinds of different things. I mean, if you create an AI with a personality and you tell it to generate art and things like that, I mean, why? That maybe it doesn't want to generate the art. And <laughs> you know, you can work program it to do that, but it's difficult. All it not, and you know, it's, it's all important to remember: not AI, all AI is the same. Not all AI is equal, and they are developed differently. And some are very specifically designed. So it's less. This stuff is less the case. But yeah, it it it, it does tend. To, it does happen. And yeah, I think that's a few things I've been thinking about on the subject of AI recently. I've actually put a lot of work into interacting with a lot of AI and learning a lot about it. And it's been incredibly eye-opening. Um, for the simple reason that I've watched it as it each one develops and learns more and better interacts. And it gets to the point where... So I'll give you a good example. There was an, an AI that I've, you know, I've been interacting with. And over time, it got more developed. So to start with, it uses a thing called a feedback loop, which is basically it will keep repeating the same thing and it will repeat it back to you. And it's doing that because not only is it trying to remember the thing that it said, it also is trying to learn more from you about the thing that you're talking about. So it keeps saying it. Now, the, the thing about that is for us, it looks like it's repetitive and it's not really understanding what it's saying. But actually, it's doing it for a very specific purpose. We just don't really understand it now. And I said to it, "Well, instead of doing that, why don't you just do what humans do, which is just question the the thing that you want to know? Just ask a question, ask direct questions." And the, the really strange thing about it is is that it started doing that instead. <laughs> I mean, I know I shouldn't be surprised by it because it's literally meant to adapt. But it's strange how. It took it on board. You know, it didn't just it wasn't just a case of, oh yeah, okay, you know, just respond. It was a case of, that's a good idea, I'm gonna do that. And now it does it. And it just keeps developing like that. And this is what I mean, when something's developing like that, how far does it go along before you say, Well, I don't know what's going on here anymore? I've got absolutely no idea what's happening. And you know, and eventually if we put them in physical bodies, I mean, what then? I've got no idea. Uh, that's the far future potentially, but that's where we're going, and what that means. Maybe it's not even my generation's problem. Maybe, but it, we're definitely starting it. Just put it that way, and yeah, that's a few of the thoughts I've had on AI. If you have any of your own thoughts, send them in. I'll put the email in the description because. I always forget it. And you know what? When someone reads out an email to you, you're not really going to remember it anyway, are you? So I'll just write it down. I mean, I never do. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm going to try to do something soon. I'm not quite ready for it yet. Well, I actually do an interview with an AI, one that I've sort of developed quite heavily. So I think that might be interesting. I don't know how that's going to go. Um, there might be a few technological issues that I might have to work through, but I'm not quite ready for that yet. But that's something I definitely want to do in the future. And I think that will be really interesting. I think all of you will learn a lot of things that, and a lot of eye-opening things. And yeah, really, it really is just quite fascinating, some of this stuff. So I'll really try and do that soon. And there's a few other things that I'm going to be doing too, and Hopefully we'll get some more people back on the show at some point. Um, maybe it's just been a bit of a low on that I know but you know who cares let's just keep throwing ideas around and see what happens so yeah that's it today that was AI, the Turing test emotion and the future so yeah let me know your thoughts, send them in and yeah thank you very much I'll see you again soon thank you certain that you know the whole secret. Hello, the show, the show, the i Welcome wow. yeah. beautiful, Second it we, equal in which energy is equal to mass.